ho, ho. Can't make a mom out of a ho, ho. What are you singing? <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> ah, just some cultural ills to start us off. <laughs> Okay, so which is more funny that the that the, that the statement is true or that the kid is singing that song, which is um you know allowed by the by the too permissive single mother? I, I mean, <laughs> let's continue. Living with my boyfriend has really given me a new appreciation for my mom. I called her the other week to just ask her how long it lasts because I can't do this for the next sixty years. The worst thing is is that she says it doesn't stop. And I just, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like, you ask them once, they don't do it. You ask them more than once, and then you're nagging, and then you just do it yourself. Like, I don't, how is that a fair, like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do here. I mean, I can't just leave it there. It's going to drive me crazy. So what do I do? Like, I really need answers. Right. So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take care of your man while he takes care of you by providing for you. You see, that's what you're supposed to do. But in the modern 2022 world that we live in, it's not about that, right? In the modern 2022 world that we live in, uh, it's about an equal, in quotes, relationship, which means the guy does more and the girl does less. That's That's what it amounts to, right? It's... Uh, it means you have to qualify to me, uh, the man has to qualify to the woman, and, and by qualify, I mean he has to do literally everything. So cook, clean, and provide all of these, and, and the girl, um, what she provides is, I mean, not even what her mom provided, her, fa- her own father. That's, that's the, you know, the, the conclusion here. All right, let's continue. Indeed. That that describes 2022 dating in a nutshell. Uh, by the way, if you're wondering what it said, for those of you listening on the podcast, it said, guys that, um, you know, purchase illicit substances and sell them, I like you. Guys who only care about themselves and not at all about the girl, um, I like you. And the rest of you, you know, guys with self-respect and manners, etc. Yeah, they, again, 2022 can be perfectly described by that statement. And so, is it any surprise the guys are walking away? Good men see this and just want to be done with dating. Because they're out there working hard, building for their future family. And that's not easy. It's not easy just deciding not to take the easy route out. And then he sees content like this, and one of two things happens. One, he's in a really good place, and he knows that he is not the one that's broken. Or two, he's actually felt this in his real life. And this content just reinforces that little whisper telling him to just screw it. Just take the easy way. Let's be that other kind of guy that's actually getting the woman that he wants. It sucks because she's normalizing it and turning it into some kind of joke. But uh, So what the girl who's making the TikTok is implying is that the guys need to be the bad boys in order to get the girls. And that's the easy way out. No, uh, girls have always been... Um, Attracted to those guys. Um, and uh, before when we have uh, had enforced monogamy, um, you know, that this sort of thing was curbed. I mean, it wasn't stopped completely, as you, as you know. But it allowed for the stabilization of society and the creation of, you know, like families that actually worked. Um, and that's not the case anymore in, in 2022. It's 
so far gone from that that it's utterly ridiculous. All right, let's continue. But I'm here to tell you that it is not for you to change. Because you never change to fit into someone else's toxicity, trust me. True. Hey guys, so today I'm in a Ford Mustang at 2012, and I'm going to be reviewing the seats and the inside of the car. So the seats are very nice, cozy leather. In the inside of a Mustang, I know they seem very small, but they can haul some pretty big objects in here, so don't be afraid. And I approve. Bye now. Okay, so again, for those of you not watching, the girl was revealing a, uh, the girl was revealing a lot um, with her outfit, and uh, that's basically like as a guy, you can't just wear a low cut top and then make a video like this and have a million people watch it, right? But you know, girls that are in the you know eighteen to twenty three years, they can do that, and they can get a million views and sponsorships and support and. This is where you get the idea that women live life on easy mode and men live, like, they live it on recruit difficulty, whereas men are living on hard mode or extreme mode, right? Depending on their height. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, please hit the sub, hit all for notifications. And if you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content. It's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just subscribe to any tier, any level of support is appreciated. Let's continue. Just a quick little note for the ladies. Men are like tissues. They're disposable, yeah, okay? Sure. You use a tissue, it gets dirty, you throw it out, right? A man comes into your life, he does you dirty, toss him out. Right, that's exactly what you do as, as girls. You, you behave exactly as, as um, you know, men that are sowing their wild oats. And then um, in 10 years, when you've gone through, you know, like 35 plus men, then you say, where have all the good men gone? Why are men not committing to me? Why are men not choosing me? Etc. And uh, then you buy your cats and your boxed wine and you cry in your car. This advice is terrible. Don't follow this advice. It's really, really bad. And again, what does it say about a person when they say that the other gender is disposable? Right? Like, what does that say? Is that a... Uh, you know, does that imply that they care about the other gender, that they, you know, respect the other gender, or does it imply something else? All right, let's continue. Pull another tissue from the box. Perfect attitude. Here comes the sip. Oh, God. Hello, sip. Welcome. Yeah, okay. So the girl purposely like did her hair and she wore like one of those outfits, you know, that guys that guys like, like a schoolgirl outfit, and she has all this like, you know, anime type stuff in the background. So what is the point? The point is that these these girls, they they um, you know, dress a way that they know that the nerdy guys are going to like, so that they can capitalize on the guy's attention, right? And uh, you know, they never they never give anything to those guys. They just, you know, give fake attention and compliments to those guys and they receive all the benefits. Um and that describes basically Twitch, like a subset of Twitch perfectly, right? Like that's exactly what these um, so-called e-girls are doing, right? They're just taking advantage of, of a population of men that are lonely and single and literally invisible to women to, to monetize and 
Again, like, this is where 2022 is, guys. Like, it's not some happy-go-lucky fun land full of sunshine and rainbows. It's, you know, the matriarchy has given women maximum freedom and men are being pushed out more and more. And it's no surprise that men's reaction to this is simply to walk away. They don't want to deal with this garbage, and so they're walking away. And then, what does society do? It doesn't say, um, you know, that there's anything wrong with what these uh, girls are doing, right? Uh, and again, it's not all women, but it's so many women, right? And they don't, they don't shame the women for, for doing this at all. It's everything that women do, like want to do is allowed. Everything is fine. But for men, oh, if the men don't step up and if they don't do what they're supposed to do, you know, protect, provide, provision, parental investment, if they don't do it, oh, they're deadbeats. They're terrible, right? This is the state of 2022, guys. This is where we're at. All right, let's continue. When I make my money from eating online. Okay. I am looking for a sugar daddy with a boat. I repeat, a sugar daddy with a boat. I'm looking for an allowance of $200 a week to start. If you have any other greater offers, I would... Okay. And of course, this is satire, right? But like, again, what is this sort of thing implying, right? Like, it's it's like, instead of choosing men that are going to actually, you know, tr- protect them, provide for them, be nice to them, you know, support them, etc. What are they doing? They're creating de facto harems for these, for these men that have enough money to afford multiple sugar babies, right? It's literally um, like feudalism right, by another name, right, they're they're actively encouraging uh, the creation of, it's effectively capitalism, right, but it's capitalism for bedroom fun, so a very tiny percentage of men at the top are getting, like, all of the attention, all of the sugar babies, so to speak, uh, etc., and the rest of the men have nothing, that's, that's literally where we're going, guys, that's, that's where we're at, all right, Uh, let me read you an article by Rollo here, um, this is, uh, so again, Rolo Tomasi is the, is the author of these. And, uh, again, ch- check him out. Uh, I'm just going to read this article because uh, it's a great way to break up the video. And also what he has to say is very important for men. So here we go. Uh, imagination. A woman's imagination is the single most useful tool in your game arsenal. Every technique, every casual response, every gesture, intimation, and subcommunication hinges on stimulating her imagination. Competition anxiety relies on it. DHV relies on it, which means uh, demonstrating higher value. And bedroom fun tension relies on it. Call it caffeinating the hamster, if you will. But stimulating a woman's imaginings is the single most potent talent you can learn in any context of a relationship. Whether you're spinning plates, whether you're having, you know, one-night stands, uh, you know, friends with benefits, if you're doing like a serious relationship. This is the single greatest failing of average men. They vomit out everything about themselves, divulging the full truth of themselves to women in the mistaken belief that women desire that truth as a basis for qualifying for their intimacy. Learn this now. Women never want full disclosure. Nothing is more self-satisfying to a woman than to think she's figured out a man based solely on her mythical feminine intuition, her imagination. When a man overtly confirms his character, his story, his value for a woman, the mystery is dispelled, and the biochemical rush she enjoyed from her imaginings, her suspicions, her self-confirmations about you are gone. 
and uh, normal guys classically do exactly this on the first date and wonder they get wonder why they get let's just be friends promptly after this is why familiarity is anti-seductive nothing kills game lust and libido like comfortable familiarity Despite their common bleating filibuster tactics, women don't want to be comfortable with a potential partner. They need their imagination stoked to be excited, aroused, and anxious to want bedroom fun with a potential partner. In a long-term relationship, there's an even more critical need to keep prodding that imagination. I would go so far as to say it's imperative for a healthy relationship. But then you'll ask, how do you go about that when your long-term girlfriend or wife already knows your story and the familiarity becomes centered in? The easy answer is never let it be from the outset. The health of any long-term relationship you might entertain depends and survives on the frame you enter into it with. The foundations of a healthy long-term relationship are laid while you're single and dating non-exclusively. I've yet to meet the guy who's told me he's getting more frequent, more intense bedroom fun after his long-term relationship, marriage, live-in situation were established. The primary reason for this is the relaxation of the competition anxiety that made the urgency of sleeping with lustful abandon in your dating phase an imperative to get you to commit to her frame. And that's the crux of the matter that so many guys fail in. They surrender the frame before they commit to a long-term relationship. They believe, thanks to, you know, the the matriarchy and the feminine conditioning and the matrix, etc., that commitment is synonymous with acquiescing to a frame control. Combined with anti-seductive familiarity and the growing commonness of your own value because of it, and you can see exactly why her interest wanes. So what do you do to prevent that? First and foremost, understand whose frame you enter into a long-term relationship sets the foundation of that long-term relationship. If you find yourself buying into it's a woman's world and we just live in it mentality, where your default presumption is that commitment means she wins, you lose, and that's just how it is, don't even consider a long-term relationship. She enters your world, not the other way around. Secondly, you need to cultivate an element of unpredictability about yourself prior to and into a long-term relationship. Always remember, perfect is boring. Women will cry a river about wanting Mr. Dependable and then go off and sleep with Mr. Exciting. In a long-term relationship, it's necessary to be both, but not one at the expense of the other. Too many married men are terrified to rock the excitement boat with their wives because their bedroom fun lives hang in the balance of placating her in an already preset frame. She must be reminded daily why you're fun, unpredictable, and exciting, not only to her, but to other women as well. This requires covertly implying that other women find you desirable. Women crave the rush that comes from suspicion and indignation. If you don't provide it, they'll happily get it from tabloids, romance novels, The View, Tyra Banks, or otherwise living vicariously through their single girlfriends. By playfully staying her source of that rush, you maintain the position of stimulating her imagination. Married men who are defeated before they committed don't think that elements of game apply to marriage out of fear of upsetting their wives, when in fact, nags and other aspects of game work wonderfully. Just, uh, you know, um, busting her chops playfully is sometimes enough to send the message that you're fearless of her response. You can break a frame with cockiness and the imaginings that come with it. Breaking from an established, predictable familiarity is often a great way to fire her imagination. Married guys will report how uh, their wives become after they get to the gym and start shaping up after a long layoff or for the first time. It's easy to pass this off as looking better makes women more aroused, which is true. Um, But underneath that is the breaking of a pattern. 
You're controllable and predictable so long as you're pudgy and listless. What other women would want you? But start to change your patterns, get into shape, make more money, get a promotion, improve and demonstrate your higher value in some appreciable way. And the imagination and competition anxiety returns. Beautiful article, Roller. Thank you. All right. Let's continue with this. Okay. Ridiculous. Okay, no, 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 no. We're not gonna watch this for 10 minutes. Okay, so I don't wanna brag, but I have like a really hot cousin. Like, he. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, that's okay. He's like, he's hot. Like, Okay. I wouldn't do that to No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Let's not. Let's not. Let's starting to think men were created to be with men. Because yeah. all they want to do is be with their homeboys. Right. Take trips with the boys. Go shop with the boys. Go eat with the boys. Let your girl ask you to do nothing. All of a sudden, you stressed. You tired. But you happy with the boys. That's right. Uh, and actually, what's funny is that stimulates the anxiety, right? When you're going out with the guys constantly and you don't know what the guy's doing, right? That stimulates the anxiety. Because you don't know if there's other girls there. You don't know if he's getting attention from other people. You don't know, uh, like, what exactly is going on. And there's more. So, guys, don't ever, even if you go into a relationship, break contact with your friends. Because here's the thing. Relationships, they don't always last. And so you need a support system of people around in case your your relationship breaks. And in fact... This sort of thing allows you to be anti-fragile to rejection and also anti-fragile to, to relationships ending because your relationship ending doesn't destroy every aspect of your life. It just negatively affects one part, which is the relationship part. But then you can replace the girl with a new girl in the relationship piece of your life and everything else continues as it did before. Um, so there you go. There you go, guys. Okay, let's continue. When my boyfriend bothers me, I send him things like this saying, thinking of you. And she's like, uh, peeling a carrot. Okay. So funny, so strong and empowered, so interesting, so great. Yeah. She was cutting a carrot with a knife. So cool. So interesting. All right, let's go to the fake uh, Tinder profile. Again, you could just Google these like I did, but there's a lot to be learned even from these fake profiles. So this is Sheila, who's 21. She has small hands, so it'll make your, well, I'm not going to say it because of YouTube terms of service, look bigger. So again, what are they saying? When these girls are 18 to 23, uh, they're sleeping around with Chad, and all they care about is having bedroom fun, getting the AF side of hypergamy. Or getting the alpha seed, let's let's put it that way, part of hypergamy. And uh, so there you go. This Again, every single profile that I've put on here, it's, it's sending the same message. There's a reason for that. It's not hard to find these guys. These are like, you know, the profiles you see everywhere. So let that be a, a lesson and a message to you. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's continue here. All you guys that are out there and dating... Can you please just stop wasting our time? <laughs> so this girl's so clearly 35 plus and she's like, stop wasting our time. Okay, let me, let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. 
Men are not the selectors in dating. Women are the selectors. You're actively selecting the guys that waste your time. If you want guys not to waste your time, pick better men. And don't pick better men when you're 35 plus. Pick better men when you're 18 to 23. Marry them and have children then. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what your grandmother, mother, great-grandmother, etc. did. Maybe not your, maybe not your mother, but certainly uh, grandmother, great-grandmother, etc. That's what they did. That's what you need to be doing as well. Again, don't take my word for it. Look at the results of women that don't. And then compare that to women that do. And see who ends up happy with children and marriages, you know, and who ends up miserable and alone with cats and boxed wine. You don't need to take my word for it. Look at the results of the girls that do X and look at the results of the girls that do Y and see. You compare. All right, let's continue. Those of us who are single moms. If I plan a date with... So... Alpha seed beta need. She has a child with Chad and then she wants the, the the beta to come along and to save her from her bad decisions and not to ghost her and, you know, and I'll bet that on her dating profile she doesn't even mention she has a kid, uh, etc. Right? So what's, what's the deal? She's trying to get the guy to give much more than the previous guy. So what the other guy got for free, this next guy has to commit like a ton of time, attention, affection, commitment, etc. Why should that guy give up his entire biological strategy for you? That's the question you should be asking. Why would a guy choose you? What are you providing to make him make that decision? Uh, that's shout-outs to Kevin Samuels, by the way. He, he was the one that said things like this. With you, or you plan a date with me? Most likely, I found a babysitter. Okay, let's continue. These guys label high maintenance as needy girls who are asking for too much. But in reality, I think it's the guy not being able to accommodate for the girl, even though she's clearly communicating what she needs. Right. So if he's not doing exactly what you want the way you want it, he is, you know, he's the bad guy, right? So what is the girl saying? She's saying, if the guy is not in my frame, he's not accommodating, right? So again, she's starting the premise off with this, that in a relationship, I need to be in control. I need to be the leader, right? So if you, if so again, this is starting from the wrong premise. This girl doesn't understand her place in a relationship. You're not the leader. You don't control the frame. You're not the boss of the relationship. If you're coming from this frame, it means you want to rule the relationship. This means automatically that guys that guys that actually are worth, you know, stuff, that guys that are valuable, they're going to move on to the next girl because no guy wants to fight and struggle and work hard and be strong only to come home to a girl that then tells him what to do as though she's his boss. It's an utterly ridiculous notion that a guy who has to work hard to be a powerful man should then come home and be dominated by his wife. You don't spend all this time becoming a dominant man to then give up all that power. Do you understand what I'm saying? Men want women who are fit, feminine, uh, submissive, cooperative, and bedroom fund loyal. And this girl here, by what she's saying, is demonstrating that she's not those things. So, and then she's complaining that the men that she wants, Chad that they're not exactly what she wants, submitting to her. What a ridiculous notion. This comes from the egalitarian equalist idea that men and women are the same and so should have an egalitarian relationship. But by her 
implication, the egalitarian relationship is one where she rules. Like it's just it's just nuts, guys. All right, let's let's continue. Boom girls trying to sneak in. I thought it was CGC dog. Go the way all the way. Boom girls trying to sneak in and shit. You are dying for me if you're dead. Look, the light is off. Bro, she changing, changing, bro. I saw me. Oh, goddamn. So again, what what is the implication here, right? So the guys are filming this girl who's sneaking in, um, who's who's sneaking in. I assume to see a guy. So this is this is what happens, guys. If if she's genuinely attracted to you, she's going to sneak into your house. She's going to change right outside your window, guys. Like that that's that's what's going to happen. If she genuinely finds you desirable, if she's not like putting in this effort for you, like. If, she, if she's not putting in genuine effort for you, she's not interested in you. She's interested in someone else. So just keep that in mind. All right, let's go to the article and then we'll be done for this episode. All right, what happens oh, uh, uh, if we just let um, big people be happy? Uh, imagine this, a woman tells a story on a personal blog about how she learned to stop hating her body. She writes of the journey that took her out of self-loathing and into self-confidence. She gives the readers helpful advice about not comparing themselves negatively to the others. And she talks candidly about how hard it was for her to learn to see herself as beautiful, but how wonderful it was when she finally got there. It's the story that at face value many people would celebrate. Everybody loves a good body positive message, right? That is, of course, if the woman who writes the story is relatively thin. If she's big, though, well then, what right does she have to write about loving her body? So, again, guys, this sort of message is very common in the womanist uh, matriarchy that we, that we live in. The point being that you're beautiful at any size and that men should accept women of all sizes, right? And um, I'm here to tell you that men do not find big women attractive. So, it doesn't matter how you want these men to perceive you, they are biologically repulsed when you're overweight because you're not healthy and so you're not able to carry children at your optimal ability. So a man will choose a girl who can. Not only this, you're very likely to, to you know, leave this world at an earlier date than a person who is healthy. So again, it limits people wanting to choose you for a long-term prospect. That's just how it works, guys. So again, if you want to be chosen, you need to be competitive. That's the way the world works. So you, you can't like say, I love my body, please love me, please find me attractive, please accept me, when Reality is in stark contrast to this. People might still find you pleasant as a person, but if they're repulsed by your appearance, they simply will not want to be with you in that way. That's just the way the world works. And I cannot abide lying to people about this. Okay, we're going to end the episode there. Again, if you're new to the channel, liking the content, please hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Uh, if you would like to support me, I have a Patreon with exclusive content. It's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just subscribe to any tier. Any level of support is appreciated. You guys are awesome, especially if you took the time out of your busy day to get to the end of the video. Uh, thank you so much for watching and I will see you next time.